with this ceremony called the cremation of care that uh, begins the uh, the uh, two-week encampment where the body of dull care symbolizing woes and concerns is burned on an altar in front of a big owl statue when that ceremony ends they all start to cheer and yell Welcome to episode 6 of Dark Docs Digest with your host Christian Hawkins. Today is December 2nd, 2018. We would like to share a prayer for all of you who are fighting for free humanity. Hear Truth Radio brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com Welcome to Dark Docs Digest episode 6. That is a very significant number for those studying the mystery religion, mystery Babylon. I've been working on this episode for about two weeks. The actor Kevin Spacey, who is known for his role in American Beauty, kind of a pedophile apologist film in in my book, is now in the Netflix original series, House of Cards. It's actually, I mean, it well into, I believe it's eighth season. About a year ago, there was an episode, it's episode 59, which is season five, episode seven. They're at Elysian Fields, where the Crow of Elysia, a statue and men in robes gather around it, and they have an effigy that they burn called Common Woe. Now, it's obviously a parallel to the Bohemian Grove, where they have the Owl of Alexia, and they burn an effigy of a human being, which is a symbol of dull care. Begone, dull care! Let fire consume thee, and make merry with thy dust. Hail, fellowship's eternal flame. Once again, midsummer sets us free. Of course, none of that bullshit works. It's all just a bunch of fairy tales that sick, mentally unstable, mentally deranged... Control freak, pedophile, sadistic scumbags like to believe that they, they, they can just shed their skin like a reptile. Well, in House of Cards, they um, do a soft blow at them. They they don't talk about any of the uh, the call boys or any of the underage sex that goes on at this male only encampment. Of course, consent isn't even a thing for these kind of people. And you can read Paul Bonassi and Troy Boner's testimonies on that to see for yourself. Alicia Owen, the Franklin cover-up. It's all in the Franklin cover-up, the Franklin scandal that John DeCamp wrote about and interviewed. He was the lawyer for, for these people, these young people, who were sexually and physically abused by these people. Well, we're going to take this apart because it's really interesting. Now, Kevin Spacey is out of the picture on House of Cards after he was accused and he admitted to making sexual advances to a young man at a party. 
couple years ago. It's interesting how they build these people up, use them as a patsy, and then get rid of them. Kind of like Heath Ledger. Uh, there, there's a lot going on with his death, the Hollywood film industry, and occult symbolism used in the films that kind of shows their demise. To get this started, they allude to the next episode here at the end of Season 5, Episode 7 of House of Cards. That is Chapter 59. And it's interesting that the start of the next episode, Chapter 60, is the Bohemian Grove episode. We need to sit down with Usher. Just so happens he's going to Northern California this weekend to meet with a group of men to discuss the crisis and the future of our country. Well, you need to be invited to that. Yes, let's get him in. No, it's obvious, but it always strikes me. No women. Well, it was a different time. Terrible. The war or the restrictions of the era? Both. Well, you know my position. I'm all for women in combat. So at this juncture of the series, I mean, I, I watched the first two or three seasons before I heard about this Bohemian Grove episode and kind of lost interest. And of course, it's all about a corrupt politician's rise to power and using backstabbing, sabotage, even murder in order to stop people that are investigating you um, and trying to discredit other people blackmail, you name it, which is all very consistent with reality if you actually research and look into the Clintons, Bill and Hillary Clinton, the Clinton murders, the Bush crime family, George Herbert Walker Bush, who passed away this week, which I was giddy about, frankly, knowing all of the things, Magog, the Bohemian Grove, at the Mandalay camp, they call him Magog. Gog and Magog in the Hebrew Bible may be individuals, people, or lands, a prophesied enemy nation of God's people according to the book of Ezekiel and according to Genesis one of the nations descended from Jepheth, son of Noah. The Gog prophecy is meant to be fulfilled at the approach of what is called the end of days, but not necessarily the end of the world. Jewish viewed Gog and Magog as enemies to be defeated by the Messiah, which will usher in the age of the Messiah. Christianity's interpretation is more starkly apocalyptic, making Gog and Magog allies of Satan against God at the end of the millennium, as can be read in the book of Revelation. So if you're into that sort of thing, he's probably burning in hell. At least most of us are hoping for such an outcome to a despicable ghoul as himself. I've been making memes lately of George Herbert Walker Bush his son George W. Bush and Obama. There's actually a D's illustration of all of them at the Bohemian Grove. There, there's a baby on a table. It's really sick looking stuff. And there's like a goat in the background. And I always thought it'd be kind of funny 
to write a song. Of course, Sacred Owls were in the business of writing kind of sarcastic, very dark songs about this subject matter. And Magog and the Ghouls just sounds like a surf song. So I, I think we might be coming out with Magog and the Ghouls. I digress. I started watching this series again after I saw there was a Bohemian Grove episode, but I, I wanted to have all of the context, and I'm really glad I did that. So I, I watched from season four up to this point, the, the last two seasons. It's a little bit slow, and I almost feel like it's intentional to have this show be kind of full of a lot of subtleties and if you're not really sitting there watching the thing and you're just kind of walking around doing something else, you're going to miss all kinds of stuff because there's a lot of subtleties. And I really dissected these two episodes over the past several days. And uh, I'm also going to have some analysis uh, from ResistTyranny.com, who was on last episode, uh, episode five. Thanks again, Brendan and Greg, for coming on. You're going to be hearing more from them. I love those guys. Um, I, I tasked them with watching this as well, and I'm interested to see with all of their banks of knowledge, things that I might not have even caught. So now here is the Bohemian Grove episode that I've been talking about all this time. Chapter 60, Season 5, Episode 8. So right now they're panning around the crow statue and showing men in robes bringing an effigy of a body to an altar with torches. Crow of Elysium, we honor thee! We honor thee! We honor thee! We honor thee! No mortal flame can destroy common woe. Just one fire can conquer. Fire that burns in the fields of Elysium. Hail, brothers! Many brothers! Brothers many. Make brothers one. Hail fellowship. Hail crow in his verdict kingdom. Come and woe be done. Hail brothers. Come and woe be done. Set us free. Set us free. Set us free. Set us free. Some of the most powerful men in the world are gathered in this clearing. Members of one of our country's most exclusive clubs. Invitation only, unless of course you invite yourself. They gather here to seek God between the branches of these magnificent trees. They eat together, they piss next to each other, and they carve up the world like a Sunday roast. This is where the real power is. No women or presidents allowed. The former I am not, the latter I will be again. Because I have managed to reduce a national election down to one state. And while these men here can't swing the votes of an entire nation, one measly state, well that they can do. And that's why I'm here. So welcome to Elysian Fields. He just picked up a small 
burnt piece of newspaper that was used as kindling for the burning of this cremation of care. So what I'm going to do now is play a clip from the actual Bohemian Grove's cremation of care so you can compare. By the power of your fellowship, no care is blamed. Our Bohemia, we beseech thee, grant us thy counsel. Be gone, no care. Fire shall have its will of thee, and all the winds make merry with thy dust. Hail, fellowship's eternal flame. Once again, midsummer sets us free. So, they have a huge fireworks show, and uh, there's a lot more uh, chanting than just the hoorays in the TV show. Also, you hear a lot more frogs because it's a lakeside event. The actual ceremony happens. They bring the effigy by boat sometimes, and sometimes they bring it through the woods. But the crowd, there's actually a much larger crowd involved with the real one. Sometimes 30, 40, 50 people from the looks and sounds of it the bandstands available and it's quite a production in fact they had Walter Cronkite do the voice of the owl that's uh that what what you're hearing in that clip that's actually the news broadcaster very famous news broadcaster Walter Cronkite who also is famous for announcing the John F Kennedy assassination this next clip is of his wife who is now the vice president this is the first husband president wife vice president situation in american history in this storyline which again draws a lot of parallels to the Clintons with Bill being the president and Hillary being a first lady, but actually having a lot of play in American policy. It's strange for you, isn't it, without him here? It's not strange, ma'am. Land's in Cincinnati trying to close the deal for the debate. The president will make a series of appearances across the state as soon as he gets back. If he survives the weekend. Very interesting choice of words by the First Lady here. If he survives the weekend, of course, there's death written all over this. Anything? No phones allowed. Well, we're dividing and conquering. This Chinese trade agreement is going to make Ohio voters very happy. It could help us win. We are dividing and conquering, she says. Also, the wording in this series is riddled with all sorts of neoconservative New World Order nomenclature, as it were. Happy to see old friends and make new ones. Frank Underwood. Benjamin Grant. Oh, a polyhop, of course. You're a big supporter of my opponent. He's a forward-thinking guy and a friend. He should be president right now. There's no talking politics or business while we're here, gentlemen. Yes, we don't want to poison all this nature with words. You know the motto. Yes, buzzing bees sting not here. It's hard to miss. Ted, I think you know everybody. Common world never stood a chance. President, first time you've been invited, I understand. I'm almost sure there's an insult in there somewhere, General. You know, Ted and I just had the most remarkable piece of red meat at a steakhouse out of Canton. I can't remember, do you like prime red? In the right company. Uh-huh. If you'll excuse us, Ted and I promised young Benjamin here we'd find him an adult beverage. Drink? 
I'd rather not. You know, everybody was looking forward to spending some time with the general, and now you're here as well. After this weekend, who knows? Maybe this goddamn bastard of an election will get itself resolved. <laughs> oh, one little piece of advice that I could give you as long as you're out here. If you don't bother the Yellow Jackets, they won't bother you. So why didn't you invite Conway? Brockhart was invited instead. So there's not going to be a debate next week, is there? Not a presidential one, no. I should really be in Ohio shaking hands. Yeah, you bargained to get him here, Francis, and now you're here. So when you suggest something, fuck Ohio. This is the campaign. The general is a traitor, you know that. The general's trying to be a politician. You would have done the same. Yeah, but better. So they have Buzzing Bee's sting knot here when the actual crest of the Bohemian Grove is weaving spiders come not here, which means that a reporter or an investigative journalist, a person that wants to record or wiretap or even uh, discuss business set policy, it's not officially on the book something you're supposed to do there. Kind of operating under Las Vegas, whatever happens here stays here kind of rules. Oppenheimer was a member. That tree right over there, right under that tree, Manhattan Project was born. And right under this one, I'm relieving myself. I hope you're not equating me to the atom bomb. What do you want? Cabinet positions? Frank Underwood. Judicial appointments? Legislative support? Uh, buzzing bees, buzzing bees. Oh, right, because the Manhattan Project had absolutely nothing to do with business or politics. I want you to breathe. That is actually documented that the Manhattan Project was essentially launched at the Bohemian Grove. You can look that up. I want you to look how the moonlight cuts through the trees. Take this time, Francis, to know your other attendees. Think about what kind of president you really want to be. What am I supposed to do with that? Just... Oh, is that what you told the general? Insubordination. Clandestine coup. Oh, yes, that's the stuff of real leadership. People with money like uniforms. Mark, just tell me what they want. No waiting for you. up early, Mr. President? Always. Are you hungry? I have uh, eggs and orange juice, mountain oysters. You mean bull's testicles, don't you? I prefer to call things what they are. That's pretty interesting because a lot of misconception about the Owl of Alexia or Owl of Athena that is at the Bohemian Grove is the misconception that it is 
Moloch or the bull. Moloch is a bull man deity that you also sacrifice an effigy to for various reasons in occult Babylonian prehistoric religions. And some say that the bull on Wall Street is a symbol for that. This is unexpected. I thought you'd stay out there campaigning till your dying breath. What, and leave you out here all alone in the wilderness to make all these important decisions? <laughs> You've done well by me, Raymond. I'd like your support. I've done well by your wife, who happens at this moment to rule the White House. Tell me you're not peddling influence with your wife. Who, you mean the current acting president of the United States? For the next two weeks. Little restraint now. That that would be unexpected. How do you like your eggs? In the afternoon. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. President. Oh, no presidents here at Elysian Fields, isn't that right? Only former ones. Or future. Well, I won't call this politics then, just current affairs. We had a real chance to get Al Mahdi. Our campaign was briefed. I think a little more than just briefed. You have an extra pair of socks, Raymond. After 30 years of military service, you think I'd arrive prepared. <laughs> oh, I'm sure someone around here could find you a pair. Under my bunk. Thank you. He's a good man. Hard to find anybody who distrusts or dislikes him. Hmm. You want eggs or not? So this next clip is going to show uh, a couple of little telltale things that I will break down piece by piece. Bulls balls, a giant crow, and billionaires chanting set me free. Well, this place says everything I feel but can't express. He can't be your friend. Tuss doesn't have any friends. He's, uh, an associate. Really? Mm. And how does he associate with you? Oh, to hell with the buzzing bees. No one else is heeding it. A network president, a telecom CEO, the vice presidential candidate. What do you think they're all talking about? The last book they read? There are actually a lot of parallels with reality in that telecom communications, CEOs, people behind the mainstream media, the National Press Club even has an owl and a lamp as part of their crest. What are you reading? Your face. Which tells me how much you don't want to be here. Mr. Tusk was a major donor on Will's campaign. Yes, so it's interesting that he wasn't invited. We're partnering on a project. Large-scale data storage centers in the desert. Solar-powered. I need to get ready for my talk. The life after. What we leave behind. Hope you'll be there. It's 
Cohiba. I know you're a fan. Even though I don't smoke anymore. Doesn't mean I can't. Who called this weekend's gathering? You? No. Tusted. Why? It's an interesting variation from reality that they just made this a weekend that is just called when in reality the cremation of care only occurs on the second week of July. It usually starts July 14th if it falls on a Saturday. And it is the opening of a two-week encampment. That's, that's a 14-day encampment where there again it's men only and no women are allowed and that is a a, a two-week period where they are cavorting in the woods and there are all kinds of nefarious things that have been documented and confessed that have gone on there including rape murder and all kinds of backdoor dealings for very nefarious geopolitical strategies. Now, there is about another half hour of the show, maybe about another five or six minutes of clipping that can be analyzed, and I definitely want to, so I'm going to go ahead and take this time uh, to say thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Eternal Affairs Media for putting out Dark Docs Digest, and we will be coming back next week with part two of the analysis of this episode, where it leads us, and some commentary from Brendan and Greg at ResistTyranny.com. Again, I'm your host, Christian Coffins. Please visit us at DarkDocs.com to download all of our past episodes, along with videos, audio files, PDF documents, and more. We have a whole lot of Bohemian Grove stuff that we're going to be putting out in this next couple months with analysis and how it is affecting everything that is going on around us in this crazy world. Dull care is not so dull after all. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. With this ceremony called the cremation of care that uh, begins the, uh, the uh, two-week encampment where the body of dull care symbolizing woes and concerns is burned on an altar in front of a big owl statue. When that ceremony ends, they all start to cheer and yell.
financial support for this broadcast is crucial to keep bringing you these valuable broadcasts. The Truth Radio brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com We hope the information you received was beneficial to your quest for truth and justice. Please visit us online at darkbox.com to download shows, movies, other podcasts, PDF documents, music and much more for free. No advertisements, no sign-up, no terms of use, no censorship, no control. This is information warfare. This is the end of the transmission.